This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Elizabeth. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Alex is out on vacation this week, so it's just us hanging together. If this is your first time listening to the show, Alex and I are estheticians in Brooklyn, New York, and we see you here every Friday to teach you everything that we know about beauty and skincare while learning a thing or two from guest friends and experts that come to hang. I hope this isn't your first time listening to our show, because if it is, you might have to go back to listen to last week's episode, part one of Body Hair and Removal, because we covered all things body hair removal with our special guest co-host, Sai Demiravic. Sai, as you guys might remember, is the owner of Glow Spa New York, but more importantly, she's a super passionate laser hair removal expert. And since Alex is our resident expert wax tech, we had a fun time talking about all of the pros and cons of both types of hair removal. So if you haven't already, hit pause, check out part one, and then come back to today's episode. So I know that y'all beauty baddies know this, but this is a multicultural and inclusive podcast. And we couldn't just talk about body hair removal like it's 1999 and we're all being forced to pretend to be smooth hairless dolphins. As I love to say, we're in the future. It's 2022. And we need to also speak about body hair positivity. So we invited our favorite body hair agnostic beauty baddies, Lillian Tung and Laura Schubert, the co-founders of Fur, to come and hang with us today. If you're a longtime OG beauty baddie, you know that these girls were our second interview ever, and you also probably know that the audio quality was uh, was pretty, pretty bad. In fact, um, <laughs> there are quite a few reviews stating exactly that, and I honestly need to clear our names and give these girls the type of interview that they deserve because, y'all, they literally invented an entire products category in the body care retail space. Like, I was thinking about this. Do you have any idea how difficult that is? The only other beauty brand that I can think of off the top of my mind that created a new product category that became so successful that national brands had to roll out their own competitive products is Anastasia of Beverly Hills. I mean, she essentially created the brown makeup products category. And that, among many reasons, is one of the reasons that I stan Laura and Lillian. They're fucking baddies. They're true beauty baddies. But before I get ahead of myself, let me tell you guys a little bit about Fur. So Fur is a body care company who makes clean products that hydrate skin, soften hair, and eradicate ingrowns from head to toe, wherever you fall on the spectrum of bare to full. So I love this because there's a little bit of something for everybody. So if you wax, it keeps your skin healthy and ingrown free in between waxing sessions. And if you use it right after your waxing session, it's going to immediately soothe red irritated skin. So if you prefer to go all natural, you can care for your head, face, underarms, pubic hair, legs, 
your whole body, basically, of course, with equal attention. Like you can use the products everywhere. Their natural lightweight products are so effective, but they're gentle enough for your face, um, also your pubic hair and your skin. And if you prefer to shave, it helps to keep your skin completely smooth, free of ingrowns, bumps, and razor burn while softening prickly stubble as it grows back. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but this all sounds like very, like, duh, of course there should be this product. But I don't know if you remember what products for intimate feminine care used to look like. Like, they were these ugly things that you're supposed to be ashamed of. And these girls created this really beautiful product that you want to use, that you want to display. And, I mean, honestly, like, when I first heard of this line, they came out with their first products for oil. And I, honestly, at first I thought, I don't know if anybody really needs this. But then I thought, like, girl, what happens if you don't condition your hair? It's straw. It feels terrible. And it looks terrible. And so if you are a beauty baddie that's body hair positive and you're walking around like a bad bitch with your beautiful body hair, but it feels like straw, I mean, look, we can do better. We can do better. And the girls knew that. And they did better for us. So... Aside from their original product for oil, they have an entire line of products for anywhere that hair meets skin. That's one of their lines. I don't know if I'm messing it up, but I read it all the time whenever I look at their silk scrub in my shower every day. So let me just shut up and get out of here so you guys can enjoy our interview with the incredible founders of Fur, Laura Schubert and Lillian Tung. Enjoy, guys. Hi, everyone. My name is Lillian Tung. I'm the CMO and co-founder of Fur. Uh, Fur is the first pubic hair line dedicated to really upscale aftercare products. Um, And we're so happy to be back here with you all. And I'm Laura Schubert. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Fur. So we're both here today and we're so excited to be back on the podcast. Um, Can you tell the listeners how you both know each other? Because it's my favorite. For sure. Yeah. Well, see, we finish each other's sentences because Lily and I are best friends from seventh grade. So old friends. Love this. I think that's the cutest part of the company, honestly. (laughs) Well, not only are we best friends from seventh grade, um, either she or I, one of us is following the other one around because we did middle school, high school, college together grad school together and then decided you know a few years after that to start this beauty company together oh you're like we need to after grad school you like went into your jobs and then you're like wait we're not together we're not together so what can we do to come back together yeah not even it's it's much more cosmic than that it's where we after grad school which again this was already pretty weird right we all we ended up at the same grad school together you know after doing different careers, you know, both in business. And then and then uh, I was working on the idea for fur with my sister at the time and just sort of formulations. I had like a very early formulation in a blue bottle. And of course, my only friend in beauty is Lillian. So I gave it to her at my holiday party uh, just because she was my, she was at L'Oreal. I'm like, you know, she must know about beauty. I, I was sort of, I, I was a management consultant, but I didn't have a beauty background. She was my only friend in the industry. And I said, I need you to try this. 
Wow, I didn't remember that part, actually. Yeah, I love this. I thought you were going to pick it up and like keep the, the story going. Sorry, that's why I waited for the, so long for the pause. I was like, and then I, what was what, what next? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, like of all the types of industries or companies she could have started, of course, it had to be the one in which I was coming from a place of experience. And I do love formulations and I love products. And she'd been seeding the company idea to me for a while, but I had been hesitant, you know, for many months. And she put that blue lab bottle in my bag at a holiday party at her house. And she's like, just take this, just try it. Just put it on your pubes tonight. Yeah. She was just like, (laughs) just like, you know, like no pressure. Just try it on your pubes when you get some time. I was like, okay, sure, sure, sure. With a drink. I gave her a drink before I asked. (laughs) Of course. She like made sure I was like really open to, yeah, I was more open to suggestions at that point. And in this case, it was the suggestion of oil for my pubic hair. And I tried it and I was like, wow, this is a really great oil. It was the, it was at that point, the final formulation for fur oil. Wow. And I tried it and I loved it. And I was like, I think there's just so much opportunity. It like does great things for my skin and hair in the pubic area, but I think it's a great product. You know, I think, I think we can do it. Yeah. And that was 2015. And you started just with your own money, right? At the beginning? We're still self-funded. Wow. That's incredible. We're still doing it. So, okay. So you, I know I've asked you this question before, but what was it that made you, because before you guys came along, this like body care category didn't exist. So what was it that made you decide, Laura, that you wanted to make an oil for pubic hair specifically? Well, it was a product I wanted. And so, you know, again, I, I had, I, I, I had gone to my waxer, you know, religiously for years and I still loved that, but I was also, you know, just as sort of a, I guess, a beauty consumer at that point, I said, you know, why, why is no one talking about different hair options and skin options? So, you know, why can't a, like a fuller look be just as elegant and accepted as sort of, you know, in those days, it was definitely sort of a sex and city inspired, you know, everything should be gone. Right. And so it was less about, you know, should about the removal and more about, you know, why can't we talk about, you know, like your head hair? Like sometimes you want it short, sometimes you want it long. It could depend on the season. It could depend on the partner. It could depend. It just depends on what you like, but all options are good. And I, I was just thinking about, you know, why is that not the case for pubic hair? Um, and again, no matter what you want to work with, you know, you, you want to work with your waxer to sort of get the look you want to achieve. And I, I just didn't really understand why that had to be different in the pubic area than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in addition, I had terrible ingrown hairs, and I don't think I've met anyone who who knows what ingrown hair is who has not experienced an ingrown hair. And I just didn't see anything. You know, it was 2014, so I was really just starting to turn around all my packages, you know, what is in all this stuff, and, you know, really caring about what it looked like on my shelf. And so I just really didn't see anything on the market that was, you know, caring for your hair and skin after the removal and talking about, you know, what you wanted to do with mm-hmm. your body. Um, and so that, so it was really out of sort of that personal exploration. And then, and as I started to Google, you know, pubic hair, all I could get was removal, you know, get it, get it gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, nothing about this whole like care aspect and, you know, what do you want to do? Yeah. And also talking about ingrowns real fast, up until kind of a few years ago, there really was like, there were two options like PFB or um, 10 skin. There really wasn't anything else. And both of those options um, go more like the drying out route of, you know, drying out the skin to get rid of the ingrowns Um, and definitely not paying any attention to like caring for the hair that you might leave. So 
when I heard about your product, I was like, this is very different. Also, it was the first. And I mean, I think some like, um, you know, maybe some razor brands had made some random like bikini products, but nothing that was a little more luxurious and nothing that had thoughtful ingredients. Mm -hmm. And like I said, nothing that also treated the pubic hair itself. And I thought that was pretty fucking awesome. And also something that looked nice. Like all the other products are ugly as shit. (laughs) Even like a couple of them have like rebranded a little bit and they're just, they're not cute. And their price points aren't that low either. So, um, yeah, just pointing out some some stuff. No, you hit on everything that we take into account every day for all of our products. Because you're right, there are those products that are like scorch the earth solutions mm-hmm. that are re- and like you know, some people's their skin can stand up to it, but like that's like a very like it's super intense and you're really, you know, destroying your skin and it's not necessarily like making your skin healthier for yeah. the subsequent hair removal session, Mm -hmm. you know, what we really care about, I think the thought and the philosophy of caring ingredients is just really an upscale way of taking care of yourself, but also taking care of your skin for a better experience the next time around. And like, that's just, you know, you're right. Like you, we don't want it to be ugly. You don't want it to feel bad when you're putting it on. You want to have nice results and you want products that are made with really good ingredients. And that's just this sort of holistic view from our brand to our products to, you know, upcoming launches. I love that. And you guys um, are also a mission-driven company, right? 100%. Again, we're all about body hair expressions and body hair positivity and embracing, again, whatever you want to do with your body. And and to that point, I mean, something we we definitely, when we launched the company, you know, we wondered if estheticians would you know, how they would respond to our brand. And they were the very first customer service inquiry we ever received was from an esthetician who said, I want to carry for products at my salon. Finally, there's an aftercare company that's, you know, taking aftercare seriously, that's natural, that's effective, and that's in line with the upscale branding of what I'm delivering um, and in terms of services. And so from the very beginning, estheticians have been amazing partners to us because they've been on that care journey of their clients, you know, forever. Um, and so we've, we've really been excited to be part of that body hair positivity journey with them. Yeah. I love that also because to um, all of your points, there hasn't been, I mean, I think that like millennial mission-driven companies are really something that obviously, you know, makes our generation very different from many others. But it's also something that like, I can't, you know, like, Every other company that I can think of, like they maybe have like a catchphrase, do you know what I mean? But it's like to truly be like on the mission with your clients or with the customer, with your consumer base, I think it's just a different level of uh, care and dedication to both the product and to your consumer. And so I think that that's really awesome. And especially when you're speaking about something so intimate, you know, to your body hair, something that we are supposed to be ashamed of <laughs> because we're human for like for either removing mm-hmm. or for keeping, quite honestly. It's very brave to create your company around uh-huh. that and to stand by it. And it's awesome because there's such a need for it. And people, like, the people have spoken. Everybody loves fur. Oh, <laughs> thank yeah. you. Thank you. It's definitely gotten easier over time. Yeah, You know, to the evolution of, you know, the world's openness to talking about these quote-unquote taboos and being open about talking about body hair and body hair care and aftercare and just being matter-of-fact. Yeah, it was definitely harder then. It is, it's easier now, but... 
It's been a journey. Easier now, but there's work to go. I can say from like um, just my experience with clients that maybe in the last like five years, more and more of my clients are not removing all of their pubic hair. They're leaving mm-hmm. some of it. So I feel like the trend kind of things have just like coincided. A You've little seen that you saw the trend like you, that's yeah. which is like what a true like visionary does. Right. Is it's like you see it before even people necessarily are like ready for it. But you can sense yeah. that there's like something happening and you got ahead of it. Mm-hmm. And now Neutrogena is copying you guys. It's wild. Uh, yes, there have been a few. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to lie. We see the market and we see the space to your point about like being the category creators. We did. And now we see people entering it, which is OK, because look, everybody has body hair and they have choices to remove it. And people should have options on how they want to take care of it. Um, and so it's expanding that conversation and fur and Laura and I you know, take that job seriously is making sure it stays in a very upfront, elegant fashion that's never shame-based. Fur, what a cute name also for the company. <laughs> it It is the cutest. I, that's what I, how I refer to my body hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially my pubic hair because it's so thick. <laughs> that was our whole goal. That's so yes. amazing to hear. Um, Laura, will you tell that story of um, when you were first looking for a manufacturer and you couldn't get anybody on the phone? Because I just think it speaks to like just like the dedication and like tenacity that you have to have to have like any dream really happen. Yeah. So, I mean, in 2014, when, you know, I was thinking about this, it was an idea. And again, Googling. And I said, well, the step one is I got to I got to find a formulator. So I Googled and I found about 50 formulators and I kept calling them. And a lot of them would hang up on me. You know, they said, who is this? Who's this prank caller? Is this, you know, asking about pubic hair? Um, But I also knew I was onto something because some of the time, they would, well, first of all, a lot of the time they would hang up on me and then they'd call me back and say, you know what, by the end of the day, and they'd say, you know what, this isn't that crazy. <laughs> um, and and also, but a lot of them too, they did hang up on me and I call them back and say, oh, our connection must have, you know, been funny. As I was saying, you know, I'm working on this formulation. I'd love your help. But, but you know, it, uh, we were really lucky to find a great early formulator. Um, and, you know, really, there were people who believed in us from the very beginning. Uh, but it was polarizing. And I know Lillian can also speak to sort of the polarizing, those polarizing early days. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. So talking about, like, being brave or, like, how difficult it was, I mean, in those early days, People, when Laura and I, whether we were in official business meetings, you know, talking to potential retail partners or investors um, or even socially just going to, you know, like a party or like it was, I think, our college reunion and we would tell people what fur was about. They either thought we were absolutely crazy and that, you know, women don't have body hair. That's just an unnecessary product category that you need or people loved it. And women so they don't either have body be, hair. Wow, they don't sorry. have body hair, and like it's a niche, and it's a niche category, and and we don't or fart. It's disgusting. <laughs> women don't fart. We women don't, don't have go. body hair, and if they did have body hair, it's completely disgusting. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Wow. And like that strong reaction, or they loved it, and they're like, "Where has this product been my whole life? This makes so much sense. I'm looking for it." And Laura's like, "Exactly. I'm looking for it. Like this is why I wanted to make it." And I love that reaction because it's not a tepid reaction. As a marketer, there's nothing worse than someone hearing something and forgetting it. If they have a strong reaction to that, even if it's negative, you can take that passion and turn it into something. Like you could have a conversation about it. You know they're going to have a conversation with it that night being like, can you believe I met someone who does this company? It's disgusting. 
And hey, maybe the audience they're talking to doesn't actually agree with them. And it's all about having that conversation around body hair. Totally. Totally. Wow. That's really interesting because you're absolutely right. Just even as like being intimate wax specialists, like to say that to people, specifically to men, they're just like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what you do for a living. First of all, they'll say, is there any money in that? Second of all, they'll be like, ew, I can't believe you do that. And it's like, what do you mean, ew? Like, what does your wife have, sir? Like, what do you mean, uh-huh. ew? That's, it's like ridiculous. But you're absolutely right. Is It's a very, um, yeah, people have a reaction to hair and to like vaginas. It's like a hidden world kind of. Yeah. For some people. I had a client uh, recently. She was like, you do this full time? Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes. That's not the first time. Yes. Like, yes, there's education related to it. It's an entire career and it's a business. Yes. I didn't just yes. like wake up one day yes. and was like, oh, I guess I'll just wax pussy for a living. <laughs> for fun. Just for funsies. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. No, it's wild. It's really wild. What... But it's also exactly what you say. It's not niche. It's the opposite. It's every human on earth. It's every human on earth. And so that's why it's so wild that people are so surprised that there's so much abundance within this market. And let's be honest, it's not just women who are getting any parts of their body hair waxed. No. Just like it's not just women who come to fur to buy products. Yes. You know, it's amazing. And so, you know, these men and Laura likes to point out, she's like, oftentimes she's talking to men who have perfectly groomed beards. (laughs) She's like, so you're telling me. (laughs) So you just wake up like that, huh? So, oh, so you're Beyonce, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> you wake up like this. All right. But yeah, everyone's grew. And even look, they, they, right, they, they have archaeological digs. What do they find? Hair removal to- tools. Mm-hmm. Like we've all always, we've always done it. It's sort of something that humans have always done and we will always do. And so, you know, we feel, I feel, I feel like that's pretty cool to be part of that tradition, honestly. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. It's cool that you created um, not just a product, a whole line and like a whole a very mission. good product line. Yes, yeah, around every type of idea that you have about your body hair. Maybe sometimes you're removing it. Well, you could still use fur products. Totally. Maybe you're keeping it. You'll probably still need a fur product. And they'll definitely still need a fur product. Sorry, Alex, because I'm getting excited because you'll need the silk scrub no matter what. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's like when I started to think about it and it's like, yeah, if you don't condition any type of hair on your body, it feels like straw. It feels terrible. So it's like especially if you're like keeping your hair like you want Mm -hmm. it to feel soft, like you want it to smell nice and like these products. And then also you want to feel I don't know, like I love a beautiful product. I feel like anybody who probably has some kind of skincare regimen <laughs> you probably love a beautiful product and so to be able to take out this bottle and to like have the dropper and like to feel uh luxurious putting it on is so great and uh, I think that that's like the, one of the highlights of your brand 
Thank you. Thank you for those words. And, and I think also, again, like participating in that ritual that destigmatizes the taboo too. So not only talking about it, educating about pubic hair and body hair and body hair expressions, but then also taking that time for yourself. And that ritual in itself also, again, destigmatizes. Oh no, like this is something I do every day. This is something I care for. Because uh, also I'd say early in our sort of journey, some people say, oh, I've never thought about body hair. And I say, well, but do you remove it? They're like, oh yes, I go, with my, I go to my waxer every three weeks so I don't have to think about it. And I'm like, that's great. But also then you are, you're taking time, you're taking money, you're scheduling, you have a relationship with, you know, your esthetician. And so having people sort of connect that ritual with their hair, I think is really powerful. Um, I have a question. Now that fur is being sold at major retailers, like real quick, what was that journey like? Because that must have been hard getting into like bigger stores, right? I'm sure they were like, what? Even though they don't think twice about having razors. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a longer journey than like to Laura's point when we first launched the people that the people that really immediately understood it were the esthetician community who have always been thinking about body hair in that way. Uh, so with, you know, your bigger retailers, I think for them, yeah, understanding like what's up and coming, but also understanding that there's a track record and that it's like on people at top of mind was really important to demonstrate. And I think, you know, it was a long journey to prove that out. And it, we needed to really make sure we had enough like financial um, stability, you need to demonstrate demand via press, via, you know, your customers, and just to show them like it's a really strong partnership. And I think we've really done that. We love our big retailers. I think they're really critical to the mission of spreading body positivity around hair because no one has as expansive a reach as these na nationwide retailers, you know, so... And the validation of the mission that this is real. This is a real category and we're the leaders. Yeah. So that's also key yeah. to the company. Yeah. Sort of why we went on Shark Tank too. Yeah. Wow. It's so great to see you guys. Like, I don't know. I feel like we've been here for your journey just like to watch you. I mean, by no means were you a little company when Alex and I kind of like met you guys, but it's just like incredible to see how much you've grown in these what, six years? Is that possible? Yeah, 2014 you started. Um, we and started in 2015. Yeah, yeah, it's been six years. Wow. You guys. Especially the past couple of years, I feel like we've been on sort of parallel growth journeys. It's been, so likewise, it's been exciting to see your growth. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you guys. Well, remember your event at the One Hotel yes. Yes. was shortly before the COVID lockdown. Oh, gosh, yes. yes. And Shark Tank airing. Both of those. Yes. Both yes. of those events were the following week. Yes. That yes. was the last big event we did was where we saw well, you. We went out with a bang because I had a great time. That's true. <laughs> um, I still remember when you guys showed up because, you know, you were there for our press event. And I think, Elizabeth, you were like, I have to hold on to this one mask. Yes. Because we I was can't like, get you can't any, get more any masks. masks. There yes. Was, and we were like, what? Why? Yeah. It's like this thing. And I mean, that was really, really the cusp. Yeah. It's kind I, of eerie, right? It is. Because I think yes. about that. That's funny that that's the moment that you think about, because I think about that all the time. That exact same moment was talking about how we couldn't get any masks because. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Like, I remember that. I know. And wild. now here we are. God, on the other side. On the other side. Quote, unquote, on the other side. <laughs> we're still going through it, but we'll, we're, we're all doing all right. We're all doing well. But yeah, that was it was February. Yeah, it was end of February. It was February 20. It was my birthday. Oh, yeah. I think it was on my birthday. It was. Yeah, the party oh. was on my birthday. 
I'm a nerd. I, I think like, we that. Let me say. Yeah, I spent it at the one hotel. Not too bad. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, this sucks so much. I'm like way nicer than anything I would have done. <laughs> and then you that had the was the nicest thing the we'd ever done. That was the nicest thing we'd ever done until that point. It was beautiful. So I'm glad you guys were there for it. Oh, thank Same. you. That was a lot of fun. Um, okay, so can we talk about your guys' entire product line now? Will you um, tell us? Yeah, because I think you've added quite a lot since we've last um, spoken. A few items. I mean, we're definitely not about, we're about quality, not quantity at fur. You know, we try to really aim for two two big launches a year. So I'm trying to think since that shave cream event, yes, we went out in 21 with two really big launches. Um, the trimmer, which is a razor trimmer, it was a great hit, um, mostly out of stock as a result of a whole bunch of factors, including, of course, supply chain. Um, but that was, I mean, that was our first foray into tools. I think it really demonstrates the need of like a full-on like grooming routine that fur could offer. If you choose to do it at home, mm -hmm. you should do it in a way, again, that allows for the options. Um, and then a body wash. So really, we've expanded our line into slightly larger, wider categories as it relates to body care. So with a body wash launch, we did an ingrown eliminator serum. Always keeping in mind that whatever we launch has to have high quality ingredients, be efficacious, derm and gyno tested, and be both caring and effective. So really thinking about the skin and hair no matter what, because again, it has to plug in nicely to your body hair care routine. Mm -hmm. um, so an example of that would be, for example, the all body wash. A lot of people asked us for an intimate wash. We're like, yeah, that makes sense. But what would be even better would be, you know, why do you have to single out a specific area of the body to have a particular wash? You know, if it's safe and effective of a wash that's good for your pubic area, it should be effective everywhere else. Hmm. And so we created our all body wash, which is, of course, pH balanced, of course, gyno tested, but also really great for all of your body. And it's not just, you know, marketed towards women and women are the only one that need pH balanced washes who should care about even washing the pubic area. I mean, everybody mm -hmm. should be washing yes. all over their body. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. And we always talk about having a pH balanced um, cleanser or a bot or a wash um, on the show. So there you go. Now we have one we can recommend. This is great. Well, we have more that we can recommend anyway. This is great. And then this year, we've actually had a pretty big foray into uh, re re sort of refill and sort of earth-friendly earth products. So mm. we uh, we put Ingrown Eliminator Serum, which is actually, it's uh, we have the Ingrown Eliminator pads, but we put them in a bottle. And a but the people love, people always wanted the juice. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> like in the office, it would disappear. Like, you know, we get like a batch and we get a sample and like a twist off bottle and it would disappear. And, and people say, oh yeah, I took that home and I just doused my whole leg in it. Uh -huh. um, and so we said, well, hey, we can do something, you know, more sustainable in a glass bottle and, you know, giving, giving people what we know works. Um, which is Ingrown Eliminator Serum. Uh, and then we launched refillables for, uh, for Earth Day. I love that. We have some of the refillables. We have the Ingrown Concentrate refillable. I was going to say, because um, 50%, like we did two SKUs there that were specific to only Fur Pro specific products. Yeah. You know, that you guys, because that I think just makes so much sense from a back bar perspective. Yes. And I love it. I have it in a little, um, you know, those little pumps like from the nurse's office from when you're in, in elementary school for alcohol. Do you know what I'm talking oh about? Oh my yeah. gosh. I've always talked about those. I <laughs> yes, those pump tops. Yes. Do I, I not talk about I think they're called like disc pumps or something? Yes, I, yes I, exactly. 
I have it in that. Talking about those. I love those dispensers. Yes, I love those dispensers. Yes, mm-hmm. that's where I first ever saw them was the nurse's office. Yes. <laughs> we have those filled with the ingrown concentrate. It's very nice to just like pump, pump, pump and apply. It's great. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. that is a good dispense back in the you want. I guess <laughs> can borrow that Inspired idea. by n- school nurses from the 90s. <laughs> um, and those refillables are 100% recyclable. And we're actually the brand that introduced them to the U.S. market. Because actually, the dirty awesome. secret of refills is a lot of those refill pouches are not recyclable. What? But ours because, are. Oh, that's because shady. they have so many layers. Yes, like those those like you know soap refills yes. that you typically see. They're great because they take up less volume in the landfill. But you can't recycle them because they're all these multi layer levels of plastic that are bonded together that can't be separated by machinery. Whereas we went with this technology that's a single PET. Okay, I'm really nerding out on refills. No, tell us. I love this. Tell us. Because this is, (laughs) and I didn't know any of this. You just broke my heart and now you're putting it back together. So please tell me (laughs) why it's good for the environment. So it's a single material PET. So once you wash it out, it can go into consumer recycling streams at most locations, which is really important. And also, I think you guys noticed they look like little bricks. Mm -hmm. So that design is. Um, allows for 30% more go in one like truck. So you can cut your carbon emissions by how many trucks you need to get things around, which is also part of the battle on sustainability. That's just, you guys just made me so happy, honestly, because we're always talking, people are always asking about sustainability and sustainable, you know, or all natural and like what all these different words mean. And Alex is always kind of the first to point out that like, it starts with these companies, like what are the companies doing to, you know, make it all sustainable and to, to make it all worthwhile because of the things like the carbon emissions that you're talking about. And also that like, we all just got tricked by, it's like, I have to rub my head because sometimes my mind is blown by like the trickery, I guess, and like marketing the you know, these packages that are refillable that are supposed to be better for the environment are in fact pretty much the same because you can't recycle right. them. Right, it's like, they're not lying. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's sustainable. Well, it's anyway, better. It's, I mean, yes. better, better is better. Okay, you're right. Better is better. It's all but a journey. I mean, I'm that's ha- also what we've learned too, trying to right. be as sustainable yes. as possible is... Is definitely all a journey. Yeah. So. Well, thank okay. you guys. Thank and you for putting in like the extra work to find the actual recyclable materials and to care oh. about all these things. We appreciate you. Yes. Oh, well, thank you for sharing our story. <laughs> oh. uh, will you tell uh, the listeners? Actually, Alex, did you have something else to say? Um, I forgot. That's okay. I'm sorry. It, could, it probably wasn't important. It's <laughs> all important. Um, will you tell the listeners like where they can find fur products, how they can support you guys, where you are on the internet, all of the things? Sure. So our website, furyou.com, F-U-R-Y-O-U.com. Great source for all of our consumer-facing line. Um, obviously, your local upscale esthetician, Um check them out. Uh, They usually carry fur as well. Um, And Ulta is our biggest nationwide retailer. um, And we are in all Ulta stores. Uh, So you could also find that in, yeah, in the wellness section or the body section um, and also at Impulse at Ulta. Yeah. So so really we have grown. I mean, that partnership with Ulta has been a a great partnership. I mean, they sort of experimented with us in the beginning. And I think you know, have seen the potential and now we're in all Ulta stores. That's incredible. Congratulations. 
It makes my heart so happy. I feel very cheesy, but it's wild. You guys, you're killing it. Well, still so much more to do. Yes. Exactly. Yes. We always say, you know, keep climbing. Don't look down. Yes. You know? Yes. Oh, I love it. Well, we're going to be here watching you guys. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Oh, thank you for having us on. This is so great. Absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been wonderful to catch up with you guys again. Um. So, you Thanks. guys, thank you. Honestly, this is fantastic. And congratulations. Um. You guys are killing it. Oh, hey, guys. What did you think of that interview? Aren't they the best? Those girls are so fucking smart. They're so kind. They're so dope. They're truly some of my favorite entrepreneurs and mentors and I just I love talking with them and I hope that you guys learned a ton from them. Well, first I was just going to come on and say see you guys next week, but I think that I'm going to do a beauty baddie moment of the week. Even though Shapiro isn't here, I owe it to you guys and I owe it to myself. So, in case you don't know, our beauty baddie moment of the week is a terrible name for my favorite <laughs> segment. And it's our segment where we recap a moment during the week that we felt beautiful in a non-traditional way. So these can be moments of growth, moments of self-care, moments of happiness, whatever. You guys can also send us a voicemail now with your beauty baddie moment of the week. If you'd like, we would love to hear your voices. You can send that to 866-6-BADDIE. That's 866 866- Okay, so my beauty baddie moment of the week is, well, this is really funny because I'm going to just have like a little uh, heart to heart with myself. No, it's that, um, you know, I've I've just been showing up for myself every day and y'all know this has been a wild year for me. And it's honestly been probably one of the hardest years of my life and... It's also been the most, I don't know, I've just grown so much. I've never grown faster than I have in this year. And it's been so gratifying, I guess. It's been great to grow, but it's also been so hard. And I guess I'm bringing this up because I don't know very many people right now who aren't going through really big life transitions. And, you know, one of Several, actually, I should say. Several of my good friends have recently said to me, you know, Elizabeth, you are just like making this look so easy. You're going through this with so much grace. Like, how do you do it? And at first I was flattered. And then I realized, not that I don't want people to think that of me, but like y'all are my homies. And I think I owe it to, we owe it to our friends to be honest about like our emotional shit because people don't really talk about it and life is fucking hard and you can feel really alone. And so, yeah. It hasn't been fucking easy. I just keep it all in therapy. (laughs) I save all my tears for therapy and in the morning. But I just think that if you are, you know, if you're going through it right now, it's going to be all right because you're showing up for you the same way that I'm showing up for me. And when you show up for yourself, there's no way you can't win. And also, dude, change is fucking scary. It's uncomfortable. Oh, the amount of times I felt uncomfortable that like just sitting in my own skin with it crawling because things just felt weird. And things still kind of feel super weird, but I don't know. I just know that like forward trajectory is just like the right move and it's what has to happen and it's working. And 
yeah, that's it. That's it, guys. So just keep showing up for yourself. You know, call your friend, call your sister, call your mama, call your cousin, call your brother, call whoever. Just, you know, show up for yourself in every way that you can. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say is, y'all, this is a little bit cheesy, but did y'all hear Renaissance yet? I was trying to play Beyonce <laughs> because sometimes I'm just not ready. Like she, you know, brings us gifts and I'm like, girl, I'm not ready for this gift. But my sister got on top of me and asked me every day if I'd listened to it yet. And so finally I turned it on and that shit is a goddamn gem. It's a goddamn gem. I can't get any of the songs out of my head. I feel so joyous <laughs> in a way that like I forgot that you know my favorite artist can make me feel New York is bumping Yonsei all through the streets it's like I leave the house turn off my Sonos go outside and my neighbor's playing it in the yard I love summers like this I love when there's like summer jams that like the whole city is just like alive for so I also wanted to tell you guys about that if you're having a tough time y'all need to listen to Renaissance because for an hour for one solid hour bet you gonna feel good <laughs> You're going to feel fantastic. Um, okay, so you guys, next week, oh my God. Okay, so next week Shapiro isn't here still. She's on vacation. We're very happy for her. But I'm I'm such a great beauty baddie to you guys. I got us an actual exactly right celebrity to guest co-host with me. I'll tell you who it is. It's Stephen Ray Morris. Stephen Ray Morris of the Percast and of My Favorite Murder. We became uh, IRL friends over the summer, and he, <laughs> yo, Stephen is hilarious, first of all, but second of all, he loves scents, and he loves perfume, and so once we had a couple of beers and just like talked all things beauty, I was like, all right, so when I get back to New York, we're going to have to do a podcast episode together, and it just so happens that Shapiro wasn't going to be here. We couldn't really figure out any other day to make this work, and so... I tricked him. I tricked him into coming on to be my guest co-host. And we had a ton of fun. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen to that. That's going to be next week. Um, we're going to be do- talking about scents. We're going to talk about perfume. We're going to talk about uh, the different notes. I'm going to, of course, go bananas about Le Labo. Um, Steven has a bunch of different... He- I didn't know this. He loves scent. He brought over like a whole bucket to, <laughs> to the FaceTime and was pulling them out one by one. I'm excited for this episode. It was a lot of fun. So... That is next week, guys. You can DM or email us your listener letters. Ooh, after next week, we've got a listener letter episode for y'all, too. We're, we're the greatest beauty baddies you guys could have. Um, so you can DM or email us your listener letters and beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. And um, our email is truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. Um, like I said before, you could also leave us a voicemail with your beauty body moment of the week. You can leave us a voicemail and ask us questions if you'd like or your listener letter. Um, we may play it at the end of the show to help inspire other beauty baddies out there. You can follow my personal Instagram account. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. And if you live locally, you can make an appointment at TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com. If you don't live locally, you can still make an appointment at TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com. It's going to be a virtual skincare consultation, though. Or you can just call the chat. I had a client last week. She wasn't a client. She's a beauty baddie. She just wanted to chat. (laughs) We talked about mud, talked about clay, talked about retinoids. It was fun. We can do that if you want, but you got to pay. Sorry. Sorry. This is free. You got to pay if you're going to make a virtual consultation. You guys, that's it. I'll see you here next week with Mr. Stephen Ray Morris. I can't fucking wait for that. Bye. This has been a COCBK production produced by Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro, mixed by Beta Wave. 
Follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast.